I'm quarantined all in my house. You're quarantined all in your house. So guess what? We can't go out unless you have to. Then give me six feet because I don't want Corona in me. Stay back. <laughs> That's my little tune for what's going on. Yes, I'm a little stir crazy and I'm sure you are too. So, you know, you got to do whatever you have to do to keep yourself going and sane and positive in this day and time. But let's not, you know, hammer on that. Let's get into the new episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice of the Makers. It is your host, Ginger, and I'm happy to be back, um, A, because it's been a while since I recorded a new episode. However, I am taking a very necessary time to record because we're all quarantined. Everybody's inside. And you know, at first I was kind of on the fence. Do I want to talk about quarantine? Do I want to kind of weave that into my podcast topics or, you know, the, um, the flow of my podcast. And I do, because this is a very, very sensitive, important, um, undetermined time that we're in. And I want to document it. I want to say to whoever listens to this years, decades from now that I was here when this was going on, the coronavirus. Um, So like I said, everyone is inside for the most part. And for me personally, this isn't something new as far as being able to stay in the house and survive and not be bored and stir crazy and losing my shit because I do this on a consistent basis. Um, As you may or may not know, if you've listened to my podcast, then you know a little bit about me as far as how I came to be this creative maker, making jewelry and doing it from my home. For the last few years. Now, I have not been in my house, of course, under these pretenses before where, you know, we literally cannot go outside unless it's an emergency, unless you have to go get food, unless you're on a medical responsive team, which shout out to you all that are listening um, or that you're related to someone or you know someone that is busting their chops, making sure that they keep people healthy and nurse people back to health and also that they take care of themselves and the people that they live with. And so that's got to be tough. But like for me, I'm blessed to be in a situation where I don't have to go out as much as possible. But shoot, we all, you know, don't have grocery stores in our house. A lot of us don't have deep freezers with months and months and weeks and weeks of food in them. And we need fresh foods because fresh foods don't last as long as frozen foods. So, you know, we have to get out and get into it. And so we're trying to be careful. We're trying to be safe and do all of the things. And for the most part, we're in the house. <laughs> so, like I said, it hasn't been that tough for me. I've just been making sure that with my kids being home and my husband and my mom um is here with us, I've been making sure that you know, we have some type of routine going on that we're still getting up and we're still like, you know, getting dressed for the day. Maybe not putting the fancy um business clothes or school clothes on, but definitely not being in your pajamas all day. Um for the most part, uh, we're definitely 
trying to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, healthy meals, snacking in between. Uh, there's some reading going on. There's work going on. I'm still creating, which um, I'll touch on that in a few minutes about how I'm just in a great place with that. Um, we're also implementing some family time where we don't just sit in silence and play movies. We have conversations. We play games, whether it's an app on your phone um, or anything like that. And, you know, we're having those tough discussions about what's going on and, you know, how we're feeling, especially with the kids and, you know, our plans for when everything is back to normal or to a new normal, what we want to do, like what has this experience brought us to, to be grateful for and to strive for and to be better at and to, you know, look at ourselves more closely and say, you know what, I really could do less of this and more of that, you know, do I really need all of this? How, you know, this whole survival moment we're in, it's very, very, if you pay attention, it's very, very critical because this is the life we have now. Who knows how long this will be the way that we live our lives. So that's what's been going on in my home as far as like how we're all getting along as a family. And I'm quite sure that you all are, you know, figuring out how to survive and keep your tempers down and just, you know, stay as positive and happy as possible. Now, I also realize, and I recommend for us, it's been a time to do a lot of things that we have been meaning to do, like clean our closets out, um, deep clean, throw away things that we no longer need, kind of minimize things. Um, it's been a time to uh, maybe work on projects that we put off, like putting something together like our shelves or repotting plants. Those things are necessary. And a lot of times in the um, day-to-day, you know, routine, you don't have time to do those simple things. And you're like, oh, I meant to do that, but I'll put that off until next week. And there are lots of instances where those things never get complete. Those tasks that you put down that you were going to do, those, you know, around the house things, fixing a faucet, a leaky faucet. This is the time that you can do that. And, um, you know, like I said, when the smoke clears, guess what? You won't have that on your quote unquote air quote to do list. Um, for creatives, I really want to suggest create more. Um, there are more small businesses and uh, creative businesses that are, some are still doing very well in this time because um, a lot of people have not gotten really tight with their money yet. Um, I feel like if this extends, they will because it'll start getting down to, okay, I can't buy that shirt from you or that jewelry from you or that lotion from you, I need to make sure that I have tissue and food and water and things that are essential to living. So, you know, right now, I think people are still kind of in the middle, especially people that can still work remotely from their home and they're still getting paid so they can kind of like still live the lifestyle that, you know, they were living. But, you know, for the most part, people are in the house, so they're not thinking of <clears throat> that, you know, supporting in that way. However, I don't want creatives to take this as a sign where they should give up, where they should close shop, where they should say, well, hey, it was a good run running my business. I guess it's over with. No, it's not. It's just time to, like I said, 
create more plan for the future. You know, this may be the time where you work on that collection, that quarantine collection, where when it's your time to shine again, you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to say, okay, this is what I have now. I have to make more. You have so much stockpile that you can kind of take breaks and just pretty much promote and ship and, you know, display and communicate on social media with the things that you spent that time when people weren't in a position where they could buy and support in a monetary way, then oh, they're like, oh my gosh, okay, now I can buy. What do you have? Instead of waiting to that moment and now you don't have anything, you're back to doing the the things the same way that you were doing previously. And you're kind of behind the timeline as opposed to at the timeline or ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? So Think about creating more, even if that means, you know, whatever your your business or brand is, you do maybe five or six different ideas or plans or plan out a month or two worth of content or make sure that you, um, you know, organize with your team. If you have a small team, plans that you're going to implement in the next few months. Get prepared for the holidays. Hey, that's always a big time. And we always, you know, the previous year say, oh, I could have done this better. I could have had more of this. Well, this is the time to get ready for those holidays because they're still going to come. And so you'll already have all the things that you need us creatives and us makers. Um, Spend this time to connect on social media. Like everybody's on Instagram and Facebook and and Twitter. Preferably for me, Instagram is where it's at because I get the most out of Instagram. I have the most customer relationship based on Instagram. Like for example, when I started my Fly Girl Loyalty Program, which is for my girls that have, my ladies, girls, whatever we like to be called, that have been supporting me consistently repeat customers telling people about me spending the coins I um, have an incentive program where we're like a tribe and a team and they get to have like exclusives um, pieces access to exclusive pieces that haven't hit my shop yet they have deep discounts they have um, they get freebies from me you know I am also thinking about doing a fly girl trip you know, maybe end of 2020, sometime 2021, where we all get together with our fly selves, you know, and we do something like a nice trip somewhere, you know. Um, <clears throat> so I'm really excited about that. And during this time, you wouldn't believe that the fly girl community has grown. But that's not the point. The point is that a lot of the fly girls aren't even on Facebook. So, you know, I had to think of a way to both be able to satisfy the ones that love to be on Instagram as well as the ones that are on Facebook. Plus, I have an email list, which is so important because um, I have heard that in some countries, the Internet is being kind of spotty because everybody is on Wi-Fi right now because everybody's home. Typically, when you're at work, you're not really on Wi-Fi. So think about that portion of people that's normally at work now they're on the wi-fi network that the ones that are at home typically that work from home are on and so it's all spotty and and jumbled up and the connection is spotty so what if that um what if that situation happened to where we didn't have any internet 
you know, that's when the email list comes into play. And it's very, very important to still be able to communicate with your clients and customers about what's happening with you, you know, the collections you have coming out, the classes, the courses, you want to make sure that you build that up. So that's something that you can also work on at this time. But like I said, your social media is where it's at. That's where you should be communicating with people. You know, if you're an Instagram story and someone sends you, you know, an emoji or asks you a question, answer them back. Talk to them. You know, people want to connect and communicate. They don't want to just be sold to or told, go check out my podcast. It's dope. Or go buy my jewelry. They're fly. (laughs) I mean, you know, my jewelry pieces are fly. Or my t-shirts are just amazing. They want to connect with you. They want to say, I need to buy Ginger's jewelry because she's a dope person and I like supporting her for A, B, and C reason, you know, or I want to buy, um, Nico's courses because I really like, you know, his background, where he comes from, what he's talking about. I really feel like I engage with him. He always, you know, answers my questions right back in my DMs. So that's the kind of um, camaraderie you want to have so that you can keep building at this time. It's, it's very crucial and important. And this is a time when we're kind of separated and isolated and we need to connect and communicate to keep those relationships growing stronger and building, you know. And that's essential for small businesses, uh, makers, creatives of all walks of life. Make new connections. Mm, mm, mm. This is such an eye-opener for me, especially at this time. I am one of those people that I'm very intuitive when it comes to relationships. Like I study relationships, even when I don't want to, like I study how people move, how they communicate with me, you know, how they get back in contact with me. Now, don't think that I put pressure on someone like, Hey girl, I called you. You didn't call me back. I text you, didn't text me back. I know how it is because some people aren't as anal as I am about making sure that I dotting all my I's and crossing all my T's when it comes to that. Um, but I do keep account of the energy that I give and the energy that I get back, you know, and I'm starting to realize that I have, really put a lot of energy into things and people that don't really care, don't really want it, don't really ask for it. And that's not their fault because sometimes it's just me feeling like what I have or what I know can help this person or, you know, sometimes it could be a little too much and that's just my personality. But what I'm realizing is sometimes people They want that information and once they get it, they'll never give you credit for it. They'll always act like it was just something that popped out of the sky. They'll always give other people credit. And sometimes you're like, hmm, okay, got that, got that. And and they'll even go as far as they'll get some information and they won't share it with you. You know, and it's just like, wow. You know, I think sometimes I live in a bubble where I think everybody's similar. And I have to realize, no, it's still a doggy dog world out here. And a lot of people are like survival of the fittest. And you saw that with the whole tissue crisis when people were hoarding tissue and water and things like that. And and baby products that moms need for their babies, they're using them for themselves for whatever reason. Baby wipes because they're like, I don't have tissue. I need to wipe my butt. But oh my gosh, a little bit off the subject. Wiping a baby's butt with regular tissue is a little bit tricky. 
a little hard there. So it's specifically a reason why there are wet wipes and baby wipes for babies. But anyway, that's a whole nother subject. You may not understand if you're not a mama. But anywho, moving on. Um, yeah, make those new connections. Like <clears throat> doors are opening simply because I replied to DMs. Simply because I commented back when someone left a comment under my post. Simply because I made a comment on someone else's post or I slid in someone's DM to genuinely compliment them about something they were wearing, something they said, ask them a question about a recipe, um, ask them a question about working out. Like people are on social media to connect. Yeah, some are there for flashy and showing out and venting. You know, and if that's what you want, it's there. But if you're trying to navigate through it, it's not that hard to determine which, you know, genre you will fit in or be able to um, collaborate with, I should say. So make those new connections. That's essential because a lot of times those old relationships just have limitations on them and you have to, you know, serve your your soul nourish your soul like food for your soul properly or you put too much junk in there you know and you don't want to be unhealthy in that way so anyway um like I said my plans for this quarantine moment is to or time make collections stockpile um, I'm so blessed to still be getting orders in so thank you and shout out if you're listening to Everyone that is still paying attention to your girl and buying the things that I'm making with so much love. Um, I'm just so overwhelmed, overjoyed, and humbled by it. So I'm going to do that for the remaining months. Um, I'm thinking about batch recording some podcasts. Again, batch recording podcasts. I've heard this... um, a lot in the last few months where a lot of people are, you know, making sure that they have the content so that they can supply their listeners with weekly or bi-weekly podcast episodes. Now, that's all fun and, and dandy. Podcasting is one of my newer babies and I definitely want to give it my all and give it my best, but I also want to be careful and I want to speak when I have something to say, as I said before in previous podcasts. I want to be as genuine and authentic as possible. I want to be able to share my own experiences, personal experiences with you all and let you know what I'm doing, not so much what I read and what I researched and what I heard, because anybody can do that. But again, The connection in the story is when you're speaking from experience. So I can't guarantee that I'll have an episode every week, but I'll do my best when um, I'm hit with a profound message, something that can definitely resonate with my audience, with my listeners that I'm so, so grateful for. Your girl will produce a podcast episode. So you got my word on that. Um, Organize. Finally, I have my little studio slash craft room slash it was a bit supposed to be a bedroom but you know (laughs) you know how that goes and it's coming along I have some plants in here um I have most of my things off of the floor but I still got some things that I need to put on shelves and put in containers and put away so that I can stay on my p's and q's with producing and making the things and not stepping and almost killing myself like you know that's happened in the past Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) injuring myself 
with my supplies. So um, shout out to me because I've come a long way, y'all. When I was in corporate America, I used to work in a mess. I don't know why, but it just flowed better for me. When my desk was neat, it seemed like I could I was underproductive. I couldn't get anything done. But when things were all over the place and people be like, well, where's that spreadsheet? Here it is. Or where's that contract that you were supposed to have done by Friday? It's Friday and there it is. Like I knew where things were, but nobody else did. (laughs) My assistant at the time used to go crazy. And I know if I had an assistant right now, she would go crazy. If I had a physical assistant, she would go, he or she would go crazy. So I'm going to do better with that. (laughs) Getting organized and rest. Now, I will say that even before this time, I wasn't a big nap taker, but I did go to bed at a, a, you know, a certain time of the evening. And I still do. Like I'm not a midnight type person. I'm a little thrown off because right before the quarantine um, happened, There was, um, what, daylight savings, spring forward. Yeah, so we lost an hour and I found myself kind of going to bed a little bit later, but I still wake up feeling really energized. I still get about seven seven to eight hours of sleep. And now with school not being in, I may sleep about 30 minutes to an hour later. So in my opinion, I'm resting. I'm not a big napper um, because I hate, feeling I hate being in that sleepy drowsy state all the time like I like to be up and at them when I'm up you know what I'm saying so yeah but rest if a nap is what you need take that nap take several naps if you need it um resting doesn't always require sleep sometimes it's just being still and doing something that doesn't um exert a lot of energy so do that because that's going to help you be your best self have a routine like I said earlier um, <clears throat> one of the routines that I do besides, you know, getting up, stretching, brushing my teeth, washing my face, having my coffee, um, maybe checking my email, social media, responding back to messages. I exercise, <clears throat> I exercise, um, typically before I shower. Yep. When I'm at home, that's what I do. And then I take a nice hot bath or shower and then I get dressed, put on clothes for the day. Um, I try to keep something going on as far as food is concerned every couple of hours, maybe two or three hours a day so that we're constantly, um, you know, fueling ourselves. There are instances, especially for the kids, I would say, there are instances with me that I don't eat as much just because I feel like um, sometimes I just don't want to chew and I don't want to make anything. I don't want to have a smoothie. I can set water and coffee and tea all day throughout the day, but it's just sometimes I just get tired of food, you know, but food is essential. So, you know, make time for it, but have a routine, have a routine to keep your mind, you know, moving to keep your blood flowing and and keeping yourself on a schedule. That's very, very time. Like, I mean, that's very, very important in this time. Not to get too lazy, not to make it feel like one long ass weekend where you're just in your pajamas, drinking, eating crazy and watching Netflix all day. Like have fun, enjoy yourself. But, you know, too much of anything is access. Just know that Um, even working, working too much is too much, (laughs) you know, overworking yourself or whatever. Just make sure you do everything in moderation. 
Um, engage with your family. You know, if you're by yourself, try to FaceTime. Try to put that in your routine. FaceTime a family friend, um, family member, friend. Uh, make phone calls, text, email. Do that. You know, either throughout the day or in the early morning, or maybe, um, like I said, in the morning or at night too. You know, check on your relatives that live far, your older relatives, just, you know, do your check-ins. Um, stay busy. Like I said, I have to keep repeating that because it's so essential to keep your mind occupied, you know, pray, meditate, exercise, eat healthy, um, be encouraged, focus, encourage someone else. You know, be intentional with saying I love you to someone. Do all of the things that maybe you neglected because life just seemed like it was so busy and I just would never have time to check on my friend or check on my family member or, you know, read a book or, you know, stretch. Do all of the things that you need to do. And um, that's pretty much it that I have for this episode. I hope that you love what you hear. And you know, again, since we all have all this time on our hands, I don't think it would hurt if you were to go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a top rating and review. Like that also keeps me inspired. I'm not going to lie. Like some people won't be honest about it. And they'll say, oh, I don't care if nobody listens to my podcast. or I don't care if I don't get any, you know, reviews or ratings. I care. Because it is important that I know that my efforts are counting. I'm not saying that I have to be charting or I have to be like shooting through the roof because I feel like even if I reach five people, that's important. But I also feel like if those five people are tuning in, it wouldn't hurt to just simply leave a rating and review saying, Ginger, you know what? I really enjoyed that quarantine episode. Girl, you're funny. Girl, keep going. I can't wait till you, you know, do another episode. Oh, maybe the next episode you want to explain how you got into beating, you know. All of that is important to a podcaster, not just me, to anyone that you listen to, even if, you know, you don't wait until the end, because there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to. And I, you know, it may take me two days to get through an episode, depending on how long it is. So sometimes if, you know, I'm five minutes in and I say, wait a minute, let me pause, go ahead, leave them a review just in case I don't finish the episode. Because sometimes you mean well, but you forget because life gets busy. So just go ahead and pause, you know, drop that (laughs) link. Oh, and if you don't have Apple Podcasts, what you can do is screenshot this episode, post it on your IG story, Instagram story, and tag me. You can use at Gemini Fly or you can use at Voice of the Makers. It really doesn't matter. But I'll see it and then your friends will see it and then I can share it back with my friends. And you know, we just be having this love connection going on on the internet. So yeah, that's all I have. And until next time, peace.